Hello there and welcome to Community Life. Here we talk with the community experts about their life journeys and how they came into the community world. And today we have a conversation with Max Pete, coffee wrangler and playlist maker at Creative Mornings, one hand wonder man who also help kids with differences live a more enjoyable life and just a super kind community expert. So hello, Max. Hello, what an intro. That's like one of my favorite intros ever. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start from the beginning, from the first question. What is your favorite Slack emoji? Oh, I love the, the, like the star sparkle one. I think it, it works for pretty much everything. Um, It's a really good emoji. I, li- I mean, I like leaving the heart emojis too, depending on like different community or brand that you're in. So for like super high, we leave like a blue one. I know for community club, it's usually like purple, um, yeah. but I would still say the sparkle is my favorite. Got it. And it might be a little strange question, but how frequently do people call you Pete instead of Max? Oh, thank you so much for this uh, <laughs> question. It literally happens no joke, probably like 10 times a week. Um, <laughs> even in, even with people that I've been in touch with for months or longer than that, um, sometimes they'll just call me Pete and I'm, I have to remind them like that's my last name. <laughs> um, but, uh, but it happens all the time. It's, it's the curse of having two first names. Are you still reminding them or are you just, okay, call me whatever. It, it like. depends. Some people I just like, you know what, it's, I'm just going to go with it because whatever. Um, but sometimes I'm just like, it, it's max. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's start from the beginning. Tell me about your parents. Who are they? Oh, that is a good question. Um, well, uh, I was mainly raised in a single family household. Um, my mom did uh, pass away um, seven years ago to tomorrow is actually her like the seven year anniversary of her passing. So this is actually really interesting timing of this question. Um, but yeah, she was, she um, did a lot of different careers in her life. So she started out, I think when I was, when I was young and, and as a kid, she owned a bridal um, shop where she sold and rented um, women's uh, wedding dresses. Um, Then she moved into becoming like a teaching substitute educator for elementary, middle school and high school. Um, then she switched into consulting uh, and then also did, um, she was a chef like her whole life. Basically, it was only just like for family meals, but um, she did some personal chefing too for some families and, and um, which is, I have this uh, spatula chef piece dedicated yeah, to her yeah. as well and all my all my arm tattoos are dedicated to my mom as well um her favorite flower was morning glory so i have like a bunch of morning glories going on my arm um and yeah no she we we also moved around a lot in life too so i was originally from the east coast um in the states and moved to the west coast when i was 14 um And so I think with that, and then also with her switching careers a lot, it's, it instilled with me, like the ability of change being okay. Um, and having it be like a frequent part of your life. Um, so very, very thankful for that. And do you know, why did she change so many careers? Because she like 
gave up on them so she lack of interest or she had to so what is the story behind i think it was just having there was just so many things that she wanted to do um and never fully needed to like just focus her life on one thing you know and and i think that was kind of cool because it wasn't it still isn't and it and it definitely i mean it's it's changing a bit now but definitely back then it wasn't common at all like you kind of spent you know 10 20 30 years in a job or a career and that you and you retired with that um where it was kind of cool it was like you know what like these next years i really want to focus on being a cook or these next years i want to consult or and it was just kind of cool that you can make that switch now growing up with that sometimes was frustrating because it wasn't as stable you know as like a some maybe careers or like jobs that people do um but now that i'm older and can reflect back on it um i think it was very very cool uh experience to go through how many times did you switch your pass oh so many so i started um i mean even in in college like i switched my career or my major probably like four or five times um i originally wanted to work in the music business um which i did after school um i I worked in in during college too. I was, you know, working in the music industry um more in like the marketing and advertising side. But, you know, I did that for a little bit and then but when I was, you know, 18, 19, 20, I thought that was going to be my lifelong career. Like I wasn't going to do anything else. Um then I got into you know, website design and was like, "Oh, I could actually work with like small businesses that need this help." And so I kind of switched into that. Um and then kind of took my advertising to work with like smaller businesses too and then um you know went back to some agencies uh in between some work with nonprofits some are just more of like local restaurants and and businesses in the area and then fell into community management um and now i mean i've been in this industry i think for a little two years ish um roughly two years um but i think I think this is like the the path at least I can imagine myself being on for a very long time. Was it accidentally? Oh yeah, 100%. Um and it was all through the the pandemic really because at the start of the pandemic I was still freelancing um in in design and uh advertising um but I couldn't network with people outside because no one was leaving their homes and so I was just googling like different freelance I I guess there were communities but more like meetups or just I don't know places where I could network with other freelancers or meet other freelancers and I came across this community called Freelance Founders um and just got super involved in that community and that led into me working for them um but it was all by accident and chance uh and it wasn't my intention at all because i didn't even know what community management was when i started how did they propose you to work for them so they actually posted a um a job ad that like went out to all the members um they were like hey like we're looking for a part-time community manager like these are some of like the roles role responsibilities and uh I was just like, oh, this looks cool. Like I could see myself doing this. Um 
and it was part-time so I could still, you know, freelance on my own stuff and do community management and kind of see if this was something I liked doing. So I just like emailed them back and was like, Hey, if this position isn't filled, I would love to like learn more and apply. And um, they got back to immediate, immediately and were like, Hey, we thought about you when we wrote this position. So if you want it, it's yours. And I was just like, okay, cool. Like I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. You, so you, I, I guess you were a super active member. Mm-hmm. I was super active. Well, because like I said, I wasn't able to network with people in real life. So I was spending a lot of time on this community. I was helping answer questions. I was helping share resources. I was helping basically anything I could to kind of keep this thing going because it was really something that I could, I was benefiting from without, you know, with just staying at home and being able to chat with other people that were going through similar stuff that I was. Okay, so let's move a little backwards mm -hmm. and closer to yourself. Tell me about your childhood. From what age do you remember yourself? Oh, that is a good question. Um, I'd say there's like bits of, in pieces of like, I, I kind of like jump um, from different areas. I mean, definitely like elementary school. Um, I would probably say, you know, third or fourth grade, but I do remember like memories of like being in kindergarten and doing like, um, I remember doing this one prank that got me in a lot of trouble, um, <laughs> like in a lot of trouble. Um, and then I remember in fifth grade when I also got in a lot of trouble for forging my mom's um, signature on a, on a math test that I did really poorly on. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I would say like, but the more like, clear memories are probably like middle school, high school, especially when I moved to California and that just change of environment and complete, completely everything too. Like, I think, you know, in, the, in those years you're changing enough already and then you move to a new place and you meet new people and it's just like completely different from where you grew up and what you, what you are used to. Um, those were like big impact years for me. What was that time like? It was, it was scary, honestly. Like, um, you know, because I I grew up with people that I knew for years or knew, you know, I just it, I knew the environment more. Um, but being out here, like everything was different. The school was different. It was like an outside school. So, like in the East Coast, you know, you never have outside schools because it snows and bad weather all the time. And so just even changing that environment, um, the grading system was different too. Like how, like how you get like an A or a B or a C on certain things. Um, and just, yeah, completely like meeting new people. Like it's just like, you know, going into ninth grade where it's like your start of high school in the States and already being an intimidating year and just like not knowing anything or, or the, anyone um yeah it was definitely scary but it was cool because it's cool to now that i look back on because not a lot of people go through those experiences um and it can really help mold you to embrace the uncertain yeah and how did you find new friends um that's a good question. How did I find my friends? Uh, I don't know. I just, 
I just went to a lot of people. Like I bounced around around a lot from different like groups in in high school. Like some people would just stay friends with like this certain group of five people, and that was all their friends. And I don't know. I was I think maybe because I was new and I didn't have big attachments to um, you know these people. I was just like I'm gonna just bounce. I'm gonna hang out with this group. If we vibe and we're, we're good, then cool. If not, then I'm moving on to the next one. I just kind of continued to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was, I think just being able to, you know, just try to fit in as best as I could, but it's also an awkward time too, because you're just like completely different. Um, I did also try to find like other people that were newer in the area too, which also helped because you have that, bond already even if you're from different areas if you're new in the community it's like okay at least we can we can have that to, to bond over okay so tell me a story uh about the prank you got into trouble with. <laughs> oh yeah so i mean i remember this vividly so in in kindergarten um we always had like snack time or after nap time and, and the teacher would always bring like cartons of milk to the classroom but she would have to go to the cafeteria and then walk back down the hallway to the, to the classroom. And so while she left to do that, um, my friend and I were like in the doorway, uh, looking out to see when she was coming back down the hallway. And when we saw her, we jumped out and said, boo. And she threw the whole case and cartons of milk and they went everywhere, like literally all over the hallway, like, all 30 milks gone <laughs> um, and she just like looked at us like she was gonna kill us like <laughs> like she was so mad um and in that moment i was just like i knew i messed up like it was funny but i knew i'm gonna get in some big trouble <laughs> yeah and uh, okay yeah i i, I believe it yeah yeah it was it, it was a big trouble yes. i can only imagine it so <laughs> tell me please why do you like cheese Oh, I don't know. That's you like really do some good investigating. So this is this is awesome. Um, it's just one of my favorite snacks. Um, we have this grocery store here called Trader Joe's, and they have these like little cheese uh, squares um, that I literally just buy every single week because it's like my go-to. Like after my morning meetings, I just go to the kitchen, have a little <laughs> cheese snack, and then come back to to doing work. Um, But it's great. I also think, you know, growing up with my mom who was always cooking and, and stuff, I, I got used to a lot of different foods that um, or got exposed to a lot of different foods and and just having like really great stuff. And um, I think cheese was like a big part of like a lot of our meals. When you have a pizza, do you add double cheese there? Oh, uh, I don't actually. Um, but I do add... I like to like add a bunch of different toppings. Like uh, what? Well, it depends. It depends on like what I ate the week before. So if, you know, I was eating bad and, and if I'm having a pizza, I'll try to add more like veggies and stuff to it. But if I'm like, you know, it's Friday and like whatever, <laughs> I don't care. Like, um, you know, I love, you know, it, it's, I haven't had this in a while because um, my wife is actually like allergic to pineapple. And so we can't like, I don't eat it a lot in the household, but um, I love Hawaiian pizza, 
and it gets such a bad rap, but like, it's one of my favorites. Um, but I also love like, you know, adding spice to it, like jalapenos and hot yeah. sauce and, um, uh, and stuff like that. Okay. So tell me what brings your nerves to the limit more than eating while wearing a fresh white t-shirt? <laughs> like what makes me more nervous than that? Yeah. Um, not much, honestly. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I, I really, I have a hard time buying white shirts because of, I'm just like, I know it's going to get ruined. Like it's not going to last. Um, and I, I love the feeling of wearing a fresh white t-shirt because to me, it's just like when the cleanest looks, but I know it's like, all right, this is going to be a couple weeks, a month at most, and then something's going to happen. So, um, yeah. For what occasions are you wearing those t-shirts? The white shirts? Yeah. Usually I try to save them for the weekend, you know? <laughs> um, because I'm like, cool, it's like it's like a nice, like fresh shirt. Um, but those are also the most dangerous times too. I mean, I really should honestly only be wearing them for work because I'm just like at my desk and I'm not eating at my desk and it's just like the lowest possible room for air. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Do you have a habit of making at least one tweet a day? I try. I definitely did more in the past um, when I was kind of doing my, my like daily posts. Um, but I don't know if it's daily or, I mean, I try to do something on a weekly basis, um, at least like one kind of thought provoking tweet. Um, but Twitter is my favorite social platform out of everything. Like, yeah, I... I love that platform. It's, it allows me to connect with people like you and, and, you know, and just, it's, I don't know. It's something that I, I consider I some, I spend a lot of time on, which I should probably cut back for sure. Like I try not to have it on my computer when I'm working or on my phone. Um, but it's definitely something I like always check back on. What are more things you are doing on a daily basis? Um, well, it's the weather's really hot here now, but I am trying to do like afternoon walks. So, I mean, I, I do do an afternoon walk with my dogs because they need to go out then, but I tried to like do like a lap around my neighborhood, which usually comes out to being around like a mile. Um, just because it's a nice break in the day and it allows me to like get some fresh air and then come back to work. Um, so I'm definitely trying to do that more. I'm trying to be better at like turning off the computer when I'm done and not being on super late, but it's, you know, it's challenging. Um, and trying to incorporate more like reading into my day too. Like, so instead of like checking my phone or instead of watching TV right away, like can I do 20 minutes of reading? Do you prefer to read from some device or uh, a book? I have to have a physical book. Um, I can't do devices. I mean, I'll do devices for like reading like news articles and stuff like that. But if it's an actual book that I'm reading, it has to be for me, it has to be physical. I, I just get too distracted on apps and Kindles and all that. Like, and I love to turn the page. And I also, I don't carry a lot of stuff in my home. I mean, 
kind of, but not compared to a lot of people, but I do want to like create my own like little library of books. And so to me, like that's important. Do you like a smell of a fresh book? Oh yeah. Love it. <laughs> and just like when the pages are super crisp. Um, yeah. yeah it's, it's awesome. Yeah. So, um, tell me please, you always encourage people in your posts and your tweets, even though those things are things you tell yourself yeah and still who inspires you i mean honestly everyone like you know i i would say like you know some big inspirations in my immediate life are um you know like my sister my, i have an older sister who kind of like stepped up into that mom role when my mom passed away um you know my my wife she's like she has her own business and she's doing like so many cool things. And she has a really great story where, you know, she like immigrated to the States when she was 16 and like had to fully adapt and, um, into a new environment too. So like a lot of that's like super inspiring and yeah, just honestly other like people that I'm just on social media and in communities that like are just, it's awesome to read about people's stories and just see like where they come from and, and, making the best out of their circumstances. Um, yeah, I, I just get inspired by a lot. Who is responsible more for taking care of your dogs, you or your wife? Um, we split it up, but <laughs> I would say, I, I would say like, at least in the afternoons, um, I kind of help more just because she might be at the studio or do other things. Um, but mornings and evenings, very, very split. Um, but it's, it's honestly like, I love it because it, they forced me to like go outside in the morning and afternoon and evening, like having dogs, like really enforce you to, um, yeah, just be active and, 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 to not always be on your schedule. Sometimes they have their own schedule that they need to do. And so it's, it's really, um, it's fun. I like it. Yeah. I, I, I totally feel you because I know if I won't go out with my dogs, as soon as I woke up, they will pee everywhere <laughs> and it will be crazy. <laughs> what, what kind of dogs do you have? Uh, I that? have two dogs is Chihuahua one and the next is Pomeranian. So nice Two small, crazy dogs. <laughs> I have a I have a German Shepherd, um, and then I have a little like Shih Tzu Maltese mix, so a big and small dog. Yeah, and who is the craziest one? The little one, um, Hoagie. <laughs> she's she is uh, she is when we're outside, she has like a completely different personality and so much energy and like just bouncing off the walls. Like she's she's an older dog too. She's eleven, um, and Scotch is ten. Um, they both have still like a ton of energy and a ton, like they're, you know, love to move. But, uh, yeah, when we're outside, like Hoagie just goes crazy. Like she's wild. Yeah. I, 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 I can totally understand you. So, yeah. Tell me, please, do people disappoint you sometimes? Yeah. I mean, uh, I think it happens sometimes it's your own expectations which can be something that isn't fair to put on others you know what i mean like so 
sometimes it's like more just to get internalized, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think it happens. It's just part of life. What about you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't really care. Like if people are doing some, some crazy stuff, I like, okay, it's their own problems and business. I'm out of it. Yeah. So yeah. please deal with yourself. So yeah. And what exactly can disappoint you? Uh, I'm a big. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm big on like time, right? And so that's something I, I would say like time management or like saying you'll do something and then following through with it. I would say those are like big, big things. Yeah. Without following up for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Because I was like, okay, so that's exactly how it was last week when I had a bad internet connection. <laughs> no, but it wasn't though, because it, it, uh, those things happen and it wasn't like I was on the call just waiting around, you know what I mean? Like it, we, we solved it. We're like, cool, let's do it another time. And th that sort of stuff is ideal. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, Honestly, it was super nice too because it allowed me to have extra time to get some breakfast. So I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, same here. Sometimes when I like run out of meetings, it's like, oh, it's it's amazing. I have 20 more minutes. So I have yes. half an hour more for myself. Cool, great. So, uh, how did you manage to avoid COVID for two and a half years? I have no idea. <laughs> Seriously, like I was around people who had it. Uh, I mean, I was definitely cautious, a lot more cautious in the beginning. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Like, it was like some yeah. random, seriously, it was super random. And then when I got it, I was just like, Oh, like finally, well, finally. But, um, <laughs> but you know, I, it was, yeah, I mean, it was bad for sure. Um, but I'm thankful that like, it wasn't like a, terrible experience yeah, yeah. You, you made a tweet like adulting is planning all of your friends hands dinners etc on your calendar so when was the last time you went to an unplanned meeting with friends oh i mean sometimes it happens during the week like i have a really good friend that lives down the street from me and like sometimes he'll just be like i'm coming over or like we'll go over to his house um so like those type of moments happen sometimes um and sometimes on a weekend too like it was just like oh like so and so is doing this but at least during the week for the most part like things are definitely on the calendar um just because like i have a different schedule than my wife does and we have to make sure like and then with the dogs you know like we don't have kids but with the dogs and stuff, we to make sure like that they're, we're at back in time for them and all this stuff. And I spoil our dogs a lot too. I love to have like the TV on for them and have their comfort ready. So there's like, they have stuff that it noises on. Um, but yeah, so I would say like, it doesn't happen a lot. Like some, infrequently in it does, um, but yeah, not, not too much. What do you think about naps? love naps um 
I love short power naps if I can, like 10 to 30 minutes. Um, I don't take them a lot during the week, but I, I kind of wish I did. Um, but I love, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big nap uh, how, person. How do you feel after them? If it's a short one, I feel like I can still feel a little groggy, but I'll bounce back pretty quickly. Um, but if it's a long nap, like more than 30 minutes or an hour, like it just takes me a while to bounce back. I kind of feel out of it a little bit. And so it really has to be that sweet spot of like, you're in and you're out. <laughs> um, if it's, if it's longer than that, I can just feel like, Oh, like I just, yeah, I'm, I'm like, it takes me a long time to just feel like I'm back to normal. Um, do you have to put naps on your calendar to have them? <laughs> no, I don't. Um, those are more spontaneous, but I think maybe during the week, if I can, I should. Um, just as a reminder, uh, the nice thing about like being on the West Coast in, in the States is like, at least for work, um, the, the mornings are usually really busy because I'm catching up with like my East coast colleagues and my European colleagues. So I'm usually like early meetings and catching up on Slack and everything that's happened. Um, but when it gets to the afternoon, it becomes a lot quieter because Europe is signed off already. East coast is slowing down their day. And so it becomes a little bit less, like it's more of like focus time for me. Um, so those would be like the ideal times to do it, but sometimes I just like, power through too because i'm just like whatever i'll just sleep earlier tonight or go to bed yeah yeah how do you risk like how do i take risks during the, the day in general or, during, in during general? your life i mean i think it was i think switching careers um when i've left certain places too where like i wasn't happy i would just leave and not have like a backup plan of like a next job lined up. Um, those are big risks, but for me, it's like more important for peace of mind to be done with that immediate situation and then kind of like focus on something that I can like get to somewhere where I want to be. Um, moving, I mean, I moved a lot in my life and just getting to San Diego where I live now, like it's, that was a risk to, to do that. Um, but the reward was like, I love it here. And I met my wife here and, and, and everything. And so, um, yeah, and I don't know, just working in this industry, I would say is a risk, right? Because especially now with, in, with like the economy and like, community being one of the first departments to kind of scale back if things are not going well. Um, and just feeling like, you know, I haven't been in this industry for a very long time. And so if I were to like get laid off or have to leave my job, like I would go up against a lot of people who probably have way more experience than I do or, or just other stuff. And so like, just, yeah, the risk of like switching careers is, is huge. I, I, I can feel that. Yeah. So how did you meet your wife? At a coffee shop. Uh -huh. It's like a movie story. Yeah, uh, 
I mean, kind of. Uh, so she was working there. Um, and I was freelancing. So I was working at the coffee shop just on my computer. And she gave me a free cup of coffee. And I took it as a sign to ask <laughs> her out. And then on our first date, we got really drunk. And then <laughs> the rest is history. And the funny, the funniest thing about this too is, is that we're, um, we both like are from Philadelphia. That's where she moved when she came to the States. And we used to work like a block away from each other there. Never knew each other. We have a lot of mutual friends, um, but we never met there. We met up here. Yeah, that's really fun. And was it really a sign from her side? Yeah, it was. <laughs> So, um, so it's it definitely, but that was also a risk, right? Um, yeah. but, um, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was super awesome. That was about a little over four years ago. How did you make a proposal to her? Uh, back in Philadelphia, um, we went back, this was about two years ago, two, two-ish years, um, went back to Philly and went to like a botanical gardens because that's like her favorite. And uh, I never been to this park before too and she's never been there either. But so in my mind, I was like freaking out because I wasn't entirely sure where to do it. And I didn't want people to be around. And um, and I had like this engagement ring in my pocket and was just acting nervous the whole day. Um, but it worked out like it, it. I found a place on a bench where there wasn't anyone there. And then after I proposed, someone was coming down and they actually took pictures of us. It was, but it wasn't like planned. I just like, they were walking, they're like, Hey, did you just engage? Like, would love to take your photos. And I like did that because I didn't hire a photographer or anything because I didn't want someone to just be like standing around the bush and just like <laughs> taking a photo. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a really nice story. And yeah. I, I cannot. I, yeah. I, 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 I know how it, how it feels so. <laughs> tell me please how do you feel that you need a break um that's a good question uh usually it's just when i notice more of like my like anxiety and stress levels showing up morning afternoon and night i can just kind of like i don't have that like relaxation period I, that's usually the moment where it's just like, okay, like let's plan a day off or let's get a day off or let's reset. Um, I've been trying to do a lot better to like recognize that beforehand. So even if I'm not feeling like I need a break, just to like schedule one in anyway, just to like be off, um, which I really love that at super high. Like we have a really great, like we have like 25 days off plus public holidays this upcoming weekend is a public holiday in the states um so that'll be a nice three-day weekend um i'm gonna take a week off in october to see my family so that'll be super nice and then we get like two three weeks off in december so um yeah like i'm but i i just know that like internally like when I, i'm like feeling like oh i'm just anxious all the time or like when i do have Sunday scaries for sure. Sometimes it's just like wondering what's happening the week coming up. Um, but when I, when I know it's when it's super intense, like as soon as I wake up and it just lasts all day, like that's, that's a good indicator for me. 
How do you usually unplug? Um, pretty terribly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my my team actually recommended this app called like Focus App, which just shuts off like certain browsers and apps and stuff on your computer. Um, for me too, it's like getting rid of Slack and stuff on my phone. Um, trying not to have my phone next to me too definitely helps. Um, but I think the stuff that helps me unplug is keeping my mind busy with something else, right? So if it's not focusing on work, like what can I have my mind focus on? Is it reading or is it um, something outside or, you know, things like that. I think I have to like allow my mind to shift focus, um, which will allow me to like not think about work or think about what's happening in the community and so on. Yeah, but I know it's super hard to not think oh, about the community. It's the hardest. Like <laughs> it's, yeah, it's one of the biggest challenges, I think. Yeah. But I guess like, getting rid of uh, notifications helps a mm -hmm. lot <laughs> yeah it does it helps because like it creates friction in your like ability to check stuff so if it's easily accessible on your phone it's like oh i'll just click a button and check it but if it's not on your phone if it's only on your computer it's like oh i have to get up and do this thing and then you can kind of tell your mind like okay do i really need to check right now like is it super needed? Um, so that little thing can help a lot. Tell me, what do small wins mean to you? Mm. Um, they mean everything. It's like the, a big motivation. You know, it's a, it's a what's the word? Um, it causes the momentum of, of, of the big win or the big like accomplishment of, of, of anything. And um, I try to keep track of all the small little things because especially when imposter syndrome hits or, or when like you might've had a rough day at work or life or whatever, you can kind of go back to those small moments, um, which are like, okay, cool. Like today was rough, but that doesn't mean I'm off the path of where I'm supposed to be going or, or what is happening. Um, so yeah, I, I would say that they totally mean a lot. Name one small win you had recently. Um, it was last week, like my, one of my teammates, we have this channel in our community called um, Super Highlights. And we just, it, we use it to highlight like different team members who um, have been doing a really good job. And like my, um, one of my like direct bosses that I report to like shouted me out just like being super on top of things and empowering others to like participate in the community and do all this stuff. And it was totally unexpected. Um, yeah, it just made, it literally made my whole week. And I was just like, oh, this is awesome. That's exactly what you needed. <laughs> yes, it was, it, it was a hundred percent, you know, cause um, you know, that imposter syndrome or that self doubt sometimes creeps up and you're like, am I doing a good job? Like, is this enough? Should I be doing more? I need to focus on this. And then like, when you get those little things, you're like, okay, like, yes, Max, this is like, you're doing good. Like, just keep doing what you're doing. How do you celebrate them? Um, I probably need to get better at that, you know, to be <laughs> honest with you, because sometimes I just like move on. Um, I don't actually like do anything to like, 
beyond just acknowledging it at the moment. Like I don't do anything beyond that usually. So um, yeah, I honestly probably need to do stuff better on, in, in celebrating that and like that moment. Um, I do keep track of them just so I can like reference later on. Um, but sometimes in the moment, like I just like, oh, this is awesome. But then I'm like, okay, what's next? <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, it's, 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 it's hard for sure. Do you reward yourself sometimes? Like, okay, I have this goal. When I will reach out this goal, I will purchase this thing or something mm -hmm. like that. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I definitely do. Um, sometimes it's, it's even if I'm doing my afternoon walk and I'm like, oh, I really want this. And like, I'm just like, you know what? Why not? Like, it's a couple dollars and I've been doing good at this. And like, let me just, you know, like I, I'm very much into like small, like treating yourself when, when, when you want and need. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, sometimes I don't have necessarily like a specific goal where it's like, Oh, I'll buy these shoes once I complete this task. Um, but it kind of like works itself out where it's just like, Oh, all this stuff is doing great. And now like this new shoe release dropped. And so I'm going to like buy it then. So, yeah. How many pairs of shoes do you have? Um, a lot less than I used to have. I used to be a very avid sneaker collector. Um, but then I've, you know, I've always moved around a lot and had to like schlep the sneakers with me and it just costs a lot of money to do that. And so, um, I mean, at my prime, I probably had like 50 or so. Um, now I have probably like 15, but probably like three or four in rotation. Mm -hmm. And what others are doing? <laughs> They're just sitting there um, for, <laughs> for maybe a specific moment that I might need it. Um, I know it's, it's terrible. just saying this out loud. Um, I love shoes though. Like shoes are my thing. Like yeah. um, I'm not big in like designer, like shirts or jeans or stuff like that, but like a nice pair of shoes. Like I'm addicted to the Nike sneakers app. Um, like, yeah, nice, nice pair of shoes are, are, are awesome. Yeah, I totally got it. And tell me, please, what do you think about Balloon World Cup? Balloon World Cup? Yeah. What is this? Ah, it's a thing you posted when, like people are running around and playing with a balloon and trying not to allow oh, it to yes. fall on the floor. Yes. I love that. <laughs> um, it was a game, you know, you, a game you play as a, as a kid. I remember um, just being bored, just being like, okay, the floor is like lava. Uh, I just yeah. keep this thing up in the air. Um, and it, it takes skill, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I saw that video you posted like a long time ago. Dang, you went, And, and yeah, I I, <laughs> I was thinking why there is a car stays in there and I was thinking why do they not jump on the car so it was like they have mm -hmm. to jump on the car but they didn't and it was like why <laughs> okay uh, do you like dark humor sometimes <laughs> What is your best dark humor joke? Oh, put me on the spot. I don't know if I have one. <laughs> Honestly, 
have to come back to that. Got it. Uh, what is your consumption to action rate? Ooh, that is also a good question. Um, I would try to say like at least 60% action, 40% consumption is what I strive to do. Um, at least when it's like related to like work stuff or, you know, things like that, just because um, sometimes I feel like you can fall trapped for one way or the other. Um, like, I think it's perfectly, it's, you need the balance of both, right? Like it can't be 90-10 or 100-0 or maybe even 80-20. Uh, I mean, sometimes it can, it can, it can change. Um, but I, I do think it's really good to have a balance of both for sure. Yeah. What is your superpower? Um, I would say being adaptable, right? Um, being able to be thrown in situations and just kind of trying to figure it out and not be, not letting that like, uh, not letting that like destroy, destroy me or, or not. And, you know, I, I kind of, I don't say I, I thrive in those environments, but I can, I can get through those environments. Okay. And how do you understand that you need somebody's help? Hmm. Um, just when I'm feeling overwhelmed. Um, and I'm honestly not afraid to ask either, you know, just because it's like, there's just knowing that like, you're not going to know everything or be able to do everything. Um, I've never had that pride where it's just like, I have to do this on my own and like no one else can help me. Um, and that's honestly one of the things I love about community is like, people are just like, can I help? What can I help with? Um, uh, And so, yeah, I mean, I just kind of lean into that, but I, I would definitely say too, it's like when I also like when I just want other perspective and opinion on stuff, you know, if it's, if it's like, I'm writing something, I'm like, Oh, this sounds good to me, but like, does it sound good to someone else? So can I ask for help to like review this or um, edit it or just give me your perspective? Because yeah, it's a, it's a great way to like learn from someone. Um, and more often than not, people are, always down to help like it might not be on your exact schedule of like okay if you're helping me it needs to get done today um but yeah i mean i rarely have run into an encounter where someone's just like nope don't want to do it <laughs> yeah and how do you feel when somebody asks you for help i love it i mean sometimes again like protecting boundaries and being like oh like i'd love to do this i can't get to it now but i can do it so-and-so date I think is important um but I I love it because it means like that this person values my perspective or wants my opinion on something um and you know I use it as a and as an added benefit too like I I kind of use stuff like this as like okay like I want to help as many people as I can because someday I'm going to need help too and like it's just going to help that energy karma come back um, versus just being like, nope, not going to help you, not going to help you. And then if I ever need anything, that same energy is going to come back to me. And so I want to like make sure I'm putting out what I want in return. 
And like, if you see that somebody asks for help and it will take a really long time for you to do it, so how do you act in this situation? Yeah, it's usually just being transparent and being like, hey, like, that's what I found to be helpful for myself when I someone asked me for help and then when someone else like asked someone for help and they do something, I just want to, I just want them to be transparent as possible. And I want to be transparent as possible because I think the friction happens when you're like, I'll do something and then it doesn't get done. And you're like, what the heck? Like yeah. we just talked about this. Um, and so uh, I'll just be super transparent and be like, Hey, like this looks great. I could probably get this done by this date and this done by that date. And then if I get it done quicker, then awesome. Like it's a surprise and delight for them. Um, but I, I, I like to be super transparent in that process. And usually people are like, Oh, awesome. Thank you for letting me know. Because again, if they were like, Hey, can you help with this? And I was like, sure. And then they were expecting that by tomorrow and it wasn't getting done. then they would probably feel a certain way about me and probably might not ask for my help in the future. And then I probably can't ask for their help too. So it just creates this like burned bridge that is unnecessary. Yeah. Tell me please, how do you invest in yourself? Oh, good question. Um, definitely with like books and things that I can constantly learn. So like, you know, going through C-score or any courses or things that I can like see as like an added an added benefit from me books as well too. Um, and then, uh, same with like saving money and investing and, and, you know, just being able to be like, okay, cool. Like, let me put this X amount of money away now for like, maybe for the future when we need it, if we want to save for a home or if we do have a kid or, um, or times get tough and there's and just an extra set aside. Um, so those are two, you know, um, ways that I like definitely like invest in myself a lot. Yeah, and I try to make it a, a habit. And if you had to choose course or book, what would you choose? Usually I would say book. Um, it depends on the course. If it's self-paced, um it just depends um but normally book because i can i can sometimes like retain more information better that way sometimes i do like the live courses though like through c school you know where we meet every monday at this time it allows me to be accountable for that hour and like that date um which helps a lot versus sometimes where it's like if it's self-paced course or if it's a book where i'm like eh, i didn't get to it today like i'll push it off so, um, it, yeah, it really just depends what it is for sure. And like the, how long it is. Once you tweeted oh, a long time ago, you tweeted, does anyone else look up random cities on Google earth or is it just me? <laughs> Are you still looking up for them? Oh, yes. I hundred percent. Um, and I also play this game called GeoGuessr, which, um, you can like, you get dropped in an area and you have to like, you can move around on Google earth, but you have to, or Google Maps, so you have to figure out like where you are. Um, I love it. Like I grew up like loving to look at maps and cities and stuff. Like I just I'm fascinated by that thing. Like I think if I wasn't if in my in another life, like I would do something in that industry because it's just awesome. Like I just love learning about 
exploring and, and learning and, and, and all that and just seeing like, oh, like there's this huge city here and like, let me just explore and look at the map and uh, yeah, I'm all about it. Are you remembering all this stuff? Uh, on GeoGuessr, I am because uh, I play it every day and I can recognize patterns now, like in, in different, like different countries have certain things that other countries don't. Um, same with like, you know, like if you notice like a language, you can say like, oh, like this is probably in this area. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would say like, I'm getting better at that um, aspect of it and like recognizing stuff. Um, sometimes when I'm just on like Google Earth, uh, it's just more of like for fun where I'm just like, I just, I literally sometimes will just go like this on the screen and then wherever I land, I will just like explore. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, do, do you have a list of places where you want to go? Yeah. Um, I definitely want to go to like South America. Um, would love to explore South America. Um, I haven't been to Europe yet, so would also love to explore. Um, we, my wife and I for a honeymoon were in, um, at the end of June, we're at uh, St. Lucia, which is an island in the Caribbean. So that was awesome. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I'd love to just explore as much as possible. I always get nervous with traveling just because just being away from everything and like, and you know, if, if I'm taking time off work or like what it is. And so, um, but I, I definitely do want to travel more as, as things are opening up and people are doing that. Um, and as I work for a company that's fully remote too, which is awesome. And I can be, I can work wherever I want. Like I could travel to so-and-so place and work. Um, but I don't have anything planned. It's life, life happens. Yeah. Yes. You know, I wish to have the sky as the limit to our conversation, but time is the limit. So let's jump to the rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Whiskey or scotch? Whiskey. Control or chaos? Um, what was the second one? Chaos. And then first is control. Yeah. Yeah. Control. What are your favorite color and song? Color is probably like an olive green. Song. Uh, I don't have a favorite song. Yeah, that's the hardest part of this question. What song Maybe like, plays right now in your mind? Maybe like Parcels Tied Up right now, I think is a, is a really great one. They're like a funk band in Australia. If you were a superhero, what superpower would you have? Uh, I am a superhero. My superpower is being a one-hand Wonder Man. Had <laughs> it. Totally agree. <laughs> what do you learn? Oh, sorry. Who do you learn from in the community world? Name one person. You. <laughs> Peter, <laughs> you know, no, um, Noel, Noel Flowers. Name two people who I should definitely interview. Definitely interview. Well, you've interviewed so many people. I have to figure out who you haven't interviewed. 
You can just name two people and it's okay. So, uh, I would say Derek uh, Chu, who's in the um, community club community. Um, and I'll also say to interview, um, let me just take a quick look real quick. Two seconds. Um, Rebecca, who's on the uh, common room team. Common room. Got it. Is there one question that I definitely should have asked you, but didn't? No, this is great. Like you did your research. This is awesome. This is a really cool podcast where like interview where it, yeah, you, you did a great job. I loved it. Got it. Thank you very much. And thank you very much, Max, for giving the most precious resource you only have. It's your time for being no, able to have this amazing conversation. You know, I had this feeling that I know you forever and <laughs> it's only strengthened. So, yeah. No, I appreciate it. Thank you very much for being so open. And yeah, see you as usual in the community world. See you everywhere. Yes. Yes. Have an amazing day and you see too. you soon. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye.